Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delokun and Zach. Welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. I am Jill Coon, along with Zach, as always. As always. God, I can listen to this all day. We're going to be What's reviewing... This, from? this is from Zanky No Terror. The mm. show I'm going to be reviewing today. One of the standout things about it. Yako Kano doing music. So, hmm. yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty fucking cool. How are you? I'm quite well. Uh, last week I got back from Denver. was there for a week. It was exciting. Where were you in Denver? Where was I in Denver? Well, Denver's oh, a city, I- so <laughs> specifically Denver, yeah, Colorado. I'm a moron, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can tell you which hotel, but that's uh, kind of personal. Yeah, just that's a little... Yeah, I- I'm an idiot. It's funny. I'm not thinking. Uh, yes, um, how was Denver. It was great. I was going to say, asking why makes more sense than where, but... <laughs> I, <laughs> I was, was going to uh, leave that in. Fuck it. <laughs> I was at the State Policy Network convention. So oh, all the big tanks thing, from around thing. the country meet up. And I got a lot of job offers, but I'm not sure I want to work in the nonprofit sector, so... Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that's, it was, it was cool. a lot of fun. It's cool you got job offers from one, huh? Yeah. Were they and, uh, full-time gigs, or... Yeah, you're still going to school. school. Yeah. They're like, when you're done with school, come do this. And oh, I don't cool. know if I'm going to grad school or what I want to do. So gotcha. I was polite, and I'm like, this is good networking for me, but I can't commit to anything because I'm still not done until the end of spring. Yeah. Before you know it, though, it's going to be over. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is the time to look for jobs. I'm just not sure what I want to do yet. Gotcha. So you're going to leave the podcast after you quit school? No, probably not. Hooray! Hooray! I don't want to find another co-host. Uh, the third it, it would time. Be, it'd be tough to find one that lives up to my standards. I agree. You actually watch shows. <laughs> yeah, right. No disrespect to any of my previous co-hosts. Uh, anyway, it's just like some people enjoy talking more than watching. But lately, I've been watching more because I got my roommate into it. So it's just. It's anime is more fun as a social thing. I understand not wanting to sit down and watch shows alone. I get bored of it too. I hear you. I hear you. What have you been watching? Uh, what what haven't I been watching? No, I actually haven't even been watching that much. But uh, we can start with a, a Kame Ga Kill. 
which I feel like I've mentioned endless times. But it's an assassin show that's actually good. The two genres that were looking questionable for a while were magic and assassin, and I've realized, as we spoke with John last uh, episode, that uh, magic shows just aren't what I actually like, so I gave up. Because <laughs> even the, the the unquestionably irregular or unquestionably good irregular at magic high school or whatever. Everyone thinks that's a really good example of a magic show, and I just don't enjoy it, so I feel like I'm the one in the wrong here. I don't know what genre I like, apparently. You'll get there. So, but this Assassin's show is quite good. Uh, my roommate and I are watching it. And How far it's just. Are you into it? It's entering season. Well, not season two, but you know, the, the second season of season one. I like how they break it up because technically it's not season two, but it's the second half. So how do you, how are you even supposed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's the second half. It's on episode fourteen, and it's just been really enjoyable thus far. I can't like. Um. Well, I can quantify why it's good because there's a lot of characters, and they all have like good character development, unless of course they die, <laughs> because it is an assassin show, but. Um, since I like character development, as we mentioned before, that's that's a good selling point. There's like probably like fifteen or at least a dozen important characters in the show. That's a lot in an action show. I feel like like normally an action show doesn't have that many main characters. Um, and then what else have I been watching? I have like twenty one things on my watching list, but I'm a liar. I'm not actually watching all of them, so it's hard to sift through them. I have one more episode of uh, Fate Linear Prisma Ilya which I'll finish before I watch Fate Stay Night because, you know, same animation. So I gotta be able to watch both. And let's see. Did you watch this week's episode of uh, Sal? Yeah, I did. But we're gonna get to that last. It's a good transition to what you're watching because I know that's the only thing you watch. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm watching Nozaki-kun, which I picked up because everyone said it was good, like you were saying. And then you asked me if I was watching it like right as I started. but Yeah, I, gonna... I went and watched it last night. Because you are right. Everyone is like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, huh. Maybe people I, you know, people I know on Twitter who like I didn't think would watch that sort of thing are like, yeah, that's great. What do you think about it so far? Um... I mean, to comment on the I didn't think I'd watch that sort of thing, I thought it was like the romance type at first, but it's more comedy than anything, so I don't think how, I don't see how anyone could say, well, I don't enjoy funny things. I mean, maybe someone doesn't traditionally like comedy, but to me it's just a comedy show, and I think if people enjoy it for other reasons, I feel kind of left out. I never really read into why people were enjoying it. Yeah, same here. They were just like, it's good. Yeah, I was going to say, I just heard a lot of hype in general. So if people thought it was good because like, she likes the main character and it's some sort of romance, I'm not getting that vibe. I'm getting the, the comedy vibe. But I'm only on episode four. so The characters are likable. Uh, the animation's good. Like It has all like strong points in like, a show it could have. But it's not something that'll probably end up being my favorite. Yeah. So that's how I feel this far. It was definitely worth picking up, and people are right, it's good. It's just I'm not as in love. Uh, what else am I watching? Oh, in- Invaders. We talked about it last time with John. The Invaders of Ro- Roku J- Jayuma. 
John said it so good last time, and I was impressed. But if you want to figure out how it's pronounced, go listen to John say it, even though it's not like he speaks any Japanese at all. But I feel like you pronounced it correctly. And it's still entertaining. And I was saying how I don't normally watch this type of thing, because, which is why John had to recommend it to me. Because at first, just from like the picture and the, the brief synopsis, I'm like, this isn't something I watch. It's just all girls and one main character and the hijinks. But it's actually really funny, and more than that, the animation's really good for some reason. They have, like, all hand-drawn backgrounds, which is really weird. For Well, I guess not really weird, but it's just impressive to me. And I don't know enough about, like, history or studios to say, like, why it is, but it's just, like, really good animation for the type of genre it is, being comedy. And they have a whole bunch of side arcs, so, like, each girl has, like, some ridiculous thing like ones that we talked about was like a princess one's a magical girl yet they all have these arcs that go into like the problems they had back where they're from so there's like an evil magical girl and stuff that the other one has to fight so it's just it's been very entertaining and it just finished airing and me and my roommate are going to finish watching it tonight probably so that's that's fun and then finally sword art online and before we recorded i watched the most recent episode which is what you watched right you did you watch 14 i think i did i'm really like hmm well go ahead and start (laughs) because i had a few thoughts on it but i don't want to take i don't want to dominate all right um so i was so excited to like this season better because more happens in real life you know like we were saying yeah they're outside of the game yeah, and they're outside of the game in the first or the past two episodes, really. And um, I just don't like it anymore. I think I'm beginning to think I just don't like Kirito as a character at all. <laughs> he's, he's just, I don't know, he's supposed to be the big hero, and like sometimes he's super overpowered, and I don't like that. And sometimes he's just the the weakest. Like, he gets like knocked out by that guy's, well... To throw in some spoilers or whatever. He gets, like, punched in the face in this episode and then, like, fakes dying when he was okay. Like, Yes. Like, why? Why did they add that? He's supposed to be the tough guy. Shouldn't he have known he, like, wasn't dying? Not to mention, he spent, like, three years fighting people in a game. And you would assume he would be able to, like, knock that person out. Who was, like... Like, he couldn't even take advantage of that girl very well. And he, Kirito runs in there, knees him in the face, and then just gets, like, beaten the sh- shit out of, like... Yeah, I know, he, like, loses. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, man? he loses after getting the first hit when he should be better at fighting. And plus, he got in the face. Fuck, that hurt. Mm-hmm. He, like, breaks his nose. It shows blood coming out of his nose. Like I don't know. I'm just... I I wasn't impressed. So, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're pretty much done with the first arc. Mm-hmm. And what made Sword Art One really, I like you know I like Sword Art One mm-hmm. for a season. I like the what first made it interesting the was the Kirito and Asuna and all that stuff, and they've been like afterthoughts this mm-hmm. entire first half of the season, and even in this episode. You like how he introduced her? That's exactly what I was going to get to. My friends from Sword Art Online. No, not... This is the girl I'm dating and fell in love with at Sword Art Online. No, he's all, like, getting buddy-buddy with with Shino and whatnot. Like, just, yeah, rub my chest, baby. 
I was going to say he he married her in the game. I mean, it's like, fuck. And really, it's like, the whole first half has been nothing but Gun Gale Online and, and Shino overcoming her fear of guns and, you know, all this <laughs> stuff. And it's like, they have no setup for the second half of Sword Art 2. That's a good point. They yeah. have they had nothing this episode. Like, if you would have told me there was not another 12 episodes in the bank, I would be like, oh, well, I guess it was something. I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either. Like, again, it's Kirito's the main character, and Shino is, like, the, you know, the, the, Second lead character, mm-hmm. and really everybody else is an afterthought. Like the, nobody who we've already had dominated screen time. They all have backstories. They all have something that we already know about from the first season, and they play no factor whatsoever in this first part of the second season. They're just there watching, or they're just there to take screen time. But they bring nothing to the story. Like, them being there has no consequence or bearing on anything. Like, even in episode 13, I hate the fact how the government agent was like, Oh, I'm just going to show up in ALO and, like, instantly, all, like, Asuna could figure it all out. And like, how do you know any of this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. was, she was like, Oh, all this stuff's happening and, oh, about the person and this and that. And it's like... I don't recall Kirito ever telling anybody anything about what's going on and why he's working and whatnot and why he's in Gun Gale Online. Other than, you know, he kind of lied and was like, hey, I gotta go do this. And they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, like, it's supposed to be a big decision. He's like, well, I'm just gonna transfer my character. And they're like, why? And he's like, well, no no reason. No. Nope. Oh, you like guns. We're just done playing for the next few months. Yeah, and I just—I don't know how to feel because I've been enjoying it from week to week. Don't get me wrong, um, but when you stop and think about it, it's like they told a very good story in the first half. I really like Shino. You know, at first you think she's just some slut. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> think of back to episode one and two, how they portrayed her as. This sniper that, you know, has the, 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 the cut top and the short shorts and they're riding her ass and, you know what I mean? Like, think back and the angles they used to portray her when she was sniping. They had, like, cooch shots for no reason. Well, yeah, I can think back to that, but I think that's just poor directing more well, no, than I mean, it is. It's, well, they did it for a reason, but, like, in the end, you know, we've got a strong character in Shino. But then again, it's like, okay, like episode 14, the latest episode as of now, that's, that story's wrapped up. Mm-hmm. That story should be wrapped up. There should be no more Shino. But other she'll than, be in the next arc because she goes to AFL. Or A-L-O. Now, but this is what I don't understand. Maybe they did set up for, for the second half because remember he mentioned something about would you want to go back to SAO? Mm-hmm. But they're not going back, though. No, of course not. 
I don't know. Um, it just, I don't know, you know? I don't know. It's like, this show has a bad habit of great first half, really shitty, really shitty second half. And honestly, I mean, I have not read the manga. I don't, I have no idea. As someone who's watched only the anime, I have no fucking idea what the next story arc is. And frankly, I, I, don't, I don't know where they can go. Where can they go from here? He's going to transfer back to the game he started in. Yeah, but there's <laughs> still... there's no, What do they do there? They hang out and fight random monsters, and everyone has a good time, and a mm-hmm. laugh, and it's all happy. Yeah, who, the happy harem. Who wants to watch that for 12 episodes? A lot of people. What's what's the appeal? What's where, where is this going? I really want to know, because... I feel like they just kind of like wrapped it up and they're like they're done. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm interested. Um, yeah, that's that's my thoughts though because like it just feels so weird because Kirito and Asuna were the, you know, the leads in the season one and like they've done nothing with anybody outside of Kirito. Mm-hmm. And it just feels so, and they've done quick too. Like, in game time, like, a week or something, I, I, mean, I don't know how long, but, you know, not very much time has passed. Yeah, whereas the first season was two it's like, and a half fucking, years. Like, three episodes was like, oh, we've gone a year and a half. It's like, mm-hmm. holy shit, you know. But, I don't know, I just, what more? I mean, are they going to come with another mystery of, oh, now something else is happening in Gungale Online, and only Kirito can figure it out. I mean, <laughs> I, I just... detective. I just don't know where you can go from from this story, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. I'm just holding back, voicing my opinion because people already know how I dislike this show. <laughs> it's just everything that's wrong with it is consistent, at least. Yeah. Yeah, the storytelling. Because, is... like you're saying, the second half it just falls off at the beginning of the second half. Both times, the storytelling's bad, and the character development is wasted. Well, I'll say this. I am interested for episode 15. I didn't watch the little, uh, you know, blur about the next, at the end of the episode for the next show. Yeah, there wasn't one for this one. Oh, there wasn't? Okay. You know, when the credits were rolled, it's like, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. And the fact that they're like, oh, I'm going to go see the guy who tried to kill me. Oh, please do. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird, too. He tried murdering someone. He murdered other people. Like, what's going to happen uh, to him? Just, Hopefully bad things, because he killed people. He raped in prison or something. <laughs> like, no, we're going to send him to the medical thing. Yeah, he's going to get reformed. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I tried watching. I'm on episode two. And I don't know if I'm going to finish it. Persona 4, the animation golden, or whatever. Golden, the animation. Persona 4 Golden. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. They run 100 miles an hour in this fucking show. Dude, they, I've never even watched the original one. I played the game, and I was going to watch Golden, but I'm like, I just really enjoyed the game. I don't even want to watch Golden. You need to even watch the show. You need to either watch the first anime or play the games. They give you absolutely no fucking time to digest. <laughs> Seriously. Like, 
By the yeah, end of the I, episode I like one, they have already been really in the TV, golden. and they've already met Teddy, and he got his persona. All in the span of episode one. Like, they don't talk about the Midnight Channel, they don't show the murders, they don't show anything. You just shows up, meets this new girl, who's like a tsundere, and... Then and you know then the same sequence of events keep happening. He meets his does uncle, meet, meets an uncle. Does he meet Marie? Yeah, he meets Marie in the very beginning. Okay. She like drops a note or something, and he picks it up and gives it to it's her. It's a poem. Yeah. And uh, literally, they just jump cut to school, um, and already he's met Chie and and all those guys. Like, no fucking like, you're not being introduced to anybody. It's just, you just have to know the character. You do. And it's like, holy shit, guys. You know you've got 12 episodes. You can slow down just just a little bit. Wow. Yeah, it's just like, fuck. Well, yeah, I was reading, Ben, after, like... And I don't even understand, like, this whole new girl character. They, like, again, like, I'm already supposed to know her. <laughs> they gave <laughs> no the game, introduction. Yeah. And already they're like... I mean, already in the second episode, it was so fucking retarded. Now he wanted to get like, so uh, what? What's the guy's name? Um, not you. The um, Yosuke. Yosuke. Thank you. So yo, so in the second episode, they're like Yosuke's like, oh, I want to meet women. I'm gonna get my motorcycles license. Oh my god, that's like halfway through the game. Yeah. So already, <laughs> you get the motorcycle. Like, you get his motorcycle license. So does Yosuke. So they travel to some other city, some big-ass mall. With, with the movie theater. Yeah. I feel and, like this is made purely for people who played the game. And then it gets stupider. And then he had, the new girl had asked him to, like, go on a, not a date, but, like, just hang out together. Take me outside of the velvet room, please. Pretty much. <laughs> and... So he says, okay, I'll go with you and the other girls. And then Yosuke's like, oh, let's go on Wednesday. That's the only day I have off. And he's like, oh, well, I can't. And he's like, well, I'll see you Wednesday. So he, like, does the stupid, like, I'll try to be at two places at once. And (laughs) so him, the gay guy, and Yosuke go to the mall. And they try to, like, they have a, a race, an hour, to pick up as many chicks and phone numbers as possible. That happens me, in the game, too. Me, Oh, my God. I'm so, I thought this was only in the fucking anime. No. Meanwhile, the girls are like, hey, we're going to have a competition with some other chick because we're fighting over a dress. Because uh, your opinion apparently matters, and you got to rate how hot they are. Uh, no, that never happened. My head hurts. <laughs> this this is all in an episode and a half. What? Yes. Like, How does all that happen? That's like 50 hours worth of the game. In the first episode, he gets his persona, and then, like, a million fucking shadows, like, attack you, and he just plows through them all and automatically knows how to use them. Nobody <laughs> is scared. He doesn't, like, get curious about why he has it. It's just like it was supposed to happen. Like, it was his destiny, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, holy shit, finally, this is finally happening. About time I get this damn thing called a persona. <laughs> they don't even call it a persona. They just... Oh. You have the thing. Use it, it. it. Not even that. They're just like, whoa, where'd you get that from? That was cool. Jump cut. Something else is going on now. Oh, they don't even get out of the fucking TV. Like, they don't show how to get out. I don't know if I can handle watching oh, it. It's, it's so stupid. 
I gotta say though, the animation is different. It's all bright and. <laughs> I, th- I was expecting a phrase, and then you're like, "I gotta say, it's uh, not the same." It's not. It's it's brighter and everything's more cheerful and. And I'm not this, saying that the show is supposed was, to be a dark thing, though. Well, yeah, and I'm not. Well, that's the thing too. No one's been murdered. There's no intriguing story. It's just <laughs> you just shows up to Anaba. He meets his classmates, and then they talk about the Midnight Channel. Uh, or no, he finds about the TV, you know, with the Midnight Channel on his own. And then he's like, "Oh, uh, instead of, you know, you remember the scene where they're in the when the." They're in the uh, store, the Junus store, and they're mm-hmm. all like, oh my god, I'm in the TV, oh my god, I'm so scared. No, you was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna jump in. And he fucking, like, head dives in, and the other, and then the other two are like, holy shit, wait for me, and they just jump in. Like, it's <laughs> like... <sighs> I was reading the reviews, and it was such bad reviews on my anime list. Story, 2 out of 10. It's like if they took the story from the original one, decided to get rid of all of it, and then just add Marie. <laughs> That's exactly it. Like, they don't even explain who Marie is, why she's there, what she <laughs> brings to the table. Like, she's just there. And you're instantly... I mean, she's cute. Don't get me wrong. But, like, why? Why was our, she our added? Protag- our protagonist clearly has a different set of personalities than the original story. You and Golden is more charismatic and courageous. He is. And it's just a, and just this psycho. <laughs> the problem <laughs> he is talks the, a ton the party, more. too. They're just waiting for turns to talk, like in cycles. <laughs> it's terrible, man. I gotta watch it just to see how silly it is. Oh, Though I go for all three out of ten. I love Persona, but this is the worst. <laughs> Apparently it's not going over well. Well, it just it's like they did everything like on speed. It's like, oh, who cares about the main story? Fuck it, this is the second anime and there's been a shit ton of games. People better know the fucking story by now. We're not gonna fucking tell them anything. Well but, what people liked about it were the characters and story and they're just skipping over it. Exactly. Oh god. Well, it looks like if I watch Persona I'm just watching the originals. Watch series. the original. You will love the original. I just I don't care about you and the girls and the <laughs> running around and picking up women and I don't care. I I I want to see more, but I don't like all these extra shenanigans they do. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't give a shit about anything. My you know you isn't supposed to be this charismatic like I want to get laid, and that's the way they treat him in this episode in this version of it. He's like. The, the what is her name Marie? Mm-hmm. She's like already falling for him, and and and, and that doesn't even happen. There's no the reason, but yet he's like this hot, <laughs> handsome transfer student. <laughs> even the teacher's like been defanged. Like he doesn't even talk shit that much anymore. He calls him a criminal, and he's like, oh, "I'm not a criminal. Shut up." And he's <laughs> like, he's quiet. Like, the teacher's not even funny anymore. You know, calling them brats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's, it's just terrible. Sorry, I've gone on long enough about that. That's quite the quite the tangent. Quite the tangent. You know, it grinds my gears. But yeah, it, so is, that's... Is, uh, Naoto? I don't even know how to say her name. The Detective Prince in it? Yeah, but we haven't been introduced to him yet. He's still pumping gas. Oh. Wow. See, and there you go, and it's like, even the the the, like the she, she's my favorite. 
Even though it says Prince, but it's a girl. <laughs> well, I mean, even in the very first scene, he's like, oh, come get a job here. He's like, sure, I'll get a job. What? No. <laughs> That's how job getting jobs works. Sure, one job, please. Yes. Just show up and get gas. And I was like, yeah, you should work here. Mm-hmm. Like, Fuck yeah. Anywho. Uh, anywho, that's all I'm really watching. I, I, I you'd mentioned Zaki Kun. Um, I watched the first episode yesterday because, um, you know, like you said, everyone said it was really good, and I, I don't know yet. This show, it's kind of dumb. After one episode, like, oh, I'm a manga creator and I'm serialized, and no one believed me though. It's like why this this a guy should not be uh, how can the guy be so dense to this girl's feelings for him but yet he writes the same bullshit like things that she's thinking in her head on a manga mm-hmm. I just I don't get it I don't know I don't know I'm I'm just thinking about Fate's Day Night I was just thinking how upset I'll be if it's worse than the original one. Mm, it looks pretty good. It better be. So, yeah. Where's that? I don't know. That's all I've been watching. Okay. Let's move on. I'm I'm sad now. Yeah, let's talk about what we actually want to watch this season. So, fall... No. Yeah, fall... 2014. 2014. Goddamn. What year is it? <laughs> it is 1907. Oh, yes, it has 8.86 on my anime list so far. I don't know what that means, but... How? See that again! I was going to say, why Who do people rate Who the fuck review rate, rate shit? Every, at episode zero. <sighs> Whatever. Um, yeah, there's actually... I really like the site you linked me to. Anycharts.net? That's the chart. Well, that's the chart everyone should be using. I but. agree. <laughs> like, fucking stop making... You know, the, the tiny-ass picture with, like, a blurb. Fuck that. you have that. to click it, like, to zoom in. And you're like, oh, i got to zoom in 4,000% just to fucking read it. Oh, this is the best. It is. So what we're looking at is it shows you every episode, or it shows you every show, tells you where the source for the synopsis came from, gives you a full synopsis, and within the synopsis, if it's a long synopsis, you can even scroll down. You get a nice picture, nice big picture that you can even blow up into full size um, of the the poster. And yeah, and if you click any of the posters, it brings you to the page for its own thing with all the voice actors and studio and and video. This did you try clicking be. one of the pictures? I did. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's the future. But anyway, so do you want to start, or do I? Who wants to start? I guess I will. Okay. Sorry, eating my Starburst. But always eating. Yep. So, this season I'm not really looking forward to much. Um, (laughs) A lot of what I'm watching is just shows that are either continuing or... um, uh, season twos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll be watching Sword Art 2. 
Uh, I plan on watching Yamamushi Pedal 2. It's called Grande Road. <laughs> first thing I think of is like fucking Starbucks. Starbucks Road. Or maybe it's Granada Road. I don't know. Summer Leftovers. Hello, mother. Hello, father. I'm on Camp Granada. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is this Attack on Titan thing? There's going to be a it's movie. It's a movie. It's been like pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. It airs in 47 days. Only 40. Oh, man. It'll be before we know it. <laughs> um, I mean, looking at... I mean, there's Horizon 2. Whoopee. I mean, really looking over this... I'm sort of um, excited about that. <laughs> I was going to watch Fate State Night. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched the first... first. I never watched the second season, which everyone says was better. You did, too. I never watched... Was it Unlimited Blade Works? Wasn't that the movie? That was the movie. Yeah, I never watched that. You didn't watch Fate Zero, the, the prequel? Yeah, that's what I meant, yeah. Yeah, that's what you need to watch. That's a good that's one. That's what everyone says is good, and I just haven't brought myself to do it. Yeah, I watched that first because it was a prequel because I started watching anime so late, and then I watched Fate Stay Night, and I was disappointed. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> but the um, remake will be good. I guess the really one I'm really looking forward to is Psycho Pass 2. Mm-hmm. I really like Psycho Pass 1. I mean, it wasn't like anything astounding, but I mean, it was still really fun to watch week to week. Uh, you can listen to our review at bonsaibeat.com front slash reviews. We reviewed this episode, uh, reviewed that show. Um, I think it was a week at, uh, I think it was a week at finished airing. Maybe. Yeah, it? probably. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, nothing really else. I especially enjoyed how they ended it for the second season, so I am pretty excited for it. There you go. Um, I mean, everything else, I'm just, I'll probably just end up waiting and seeing what kind of shakes out. Mm-hmm. And then check out after the fact. Like, there's nothing here that was like, oh my god, I really want to go watch this. Other than Girlfriend. Not even that. <laughs> it's funny, R- World Trigger aired tonight. One of the shows airing this season. And everyone on Twitter, especially like Zach Birchie, is just blasting the shit out of the show. The art looks like it was done by, like, third graders. It's awful looking. Like, unintentionally? Um, I don't think it was unintentionally. I don't think they have a budget. Uh. Good job, Toei Animation. You know, you figure they'd have all the, mo- with all the stuff, they'd have better animation budgets. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. That's all I'm looking forward to. Everything I'm looking forward to is just, you know, things that have already aired, they're just more, more of the same. I mean, Yaomushi Pedal, I'm kind of interested to see where they go, because... I mean, fuck, half that first season was, you know, a goddamn race. Mm-hmm. And the show is, like, super shonen. I mean, the... You can He's got to become stronger at biking. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you can listen to our review on that as well. So, anyway, you pick, choose. I mean, I've got nothing really, really to talk about. Okay. Um, let's see. I want to watch. Ooh, are you going to watch Tenchi Muo? Which one is that? It's a really old show from the 70s. No. <laughs> okay, second season of uh, Kamega Kill. Uh, we're going in reverse. You know, this one looks somewhat dark, the Trinity 7, so I'll probably try watching that. The bizarre incident known as the Collapse Phenomenon, which causes worldwide destruction. Sounds interesting. Dun, dun, dun. At the same time, it says romantic comedy. There you go. They're so going to find romance no in the dark times. 
Um, I want to watch Sora No Method, which looks interesting. Beaver Sora No Method Man. <laughs> uh, the selector spread was Ox. Isn't that a card Wixus. company? Wixus, isn't that a card company? Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like a card game because they're like, like you're trapped in a dangerous game. Whoa. She's holding a card. Yeah, because I always thought that was the brand name of the card game. But anyway, Psychopaths 2, which you mentioned. Uh, John wants to watch this Twin Tails one. He's like, finally, a show based all around girls with the Twin Tails haircut. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, what? It's hilarious. He'll watch it. Mitsuka Soji is a first-year high school student who greatly loves the Twin Tails hairstyle. One day, a beautiful girl, Thrural Ray, <laughs> who comes from another world, suddenly appeared in front of him and gave him the power to transform into the Twin Tails Warrior Tail Red. <laughs> it sounds hilarious to me. I don't want to watch it, but John will tell me how it is. Uh, working backwards from there, this this modern no vanadis by Satellite Studios. I don't even know who that is. Set in Western Europe during times of wars. Blah blah blah. I don't know. Just the the poster looks cool to me. Hmm. Mushi she two. John yeah. likes that show. Or he liked the first one. Um. That's about, oh, the second season of Chaika. I really like the first season, so I'll be watching that. Some of these have catchy-looking posters, but I have no idea what they're about. Did you review Chaika? I don't think so. Yeah, Maybe. I don't think you did either. Get on it. Get, okay, I'll get on it. Yeah. I don't know, a lot of these posters look cool, so I feel like next week will be a better time when I can actually say what I decided to watch episode one of. Yeah, no. You never reviewed it. Oh. I know. Sad thing. Some of these posters are so colorful. What is this? A no battle by Trigger? Okay, I'm watching that. <laughs> this is the new show that Trigger's doing. A no battle something something. The five members of the literature club awakened with extraordinary powers half a year ago. I don't even care what it's about, because Trigger's the best. There you go. And that's it. Alright. This, um, this Amagi Brilliant Park looks interesting. This guy was invited to on a date to an amusement park by a mysterious, beautiful transfer student. He's introduced to a real princess and the park's manager and is asked to be the acting manager of the disappointing amusement park of the, in the Tokyo suburbs. And the poster's like him in an abandoned amusement park. That, me, that's that just awesome. Hey, come on a date with me. And you get a job. Yeah, suddenly you're the manager. Apparently pumping gas and going on dates gets you jobs. Japanese people have it easy. Mm-hmm. They have, uh, like, too much employment. They don't have any unemployment. Oh, and this Expelled from Paradise thing looks really cool. I remember we talked about that, the, the movie thing. Here, oh, yeah. let's see if I can link you it. Okay. There's a giant robot on it. 
looks pretty cool. If it ever loads. Come on, web page. Ooh. Spell from Paradise. Well, there you go. By Genier Bokchi. Mm-hmm. So it looks pretty cool. Sci-fi by Nitro Plus. So, I mean, if it's anything like Science Gate. There you go. Should be good. There you go. That's it. Oh, man. So, yeah, look for those reviews or at least us talking about them on the next episode because by then we'll have at least an episode or two under our belt of each show. Yeah, and all these posters look interesting, but I don't know all the synopsis. So someone should leave a comment telling me to watch something. Because I'll end up picking it up like 10 episodes in, like this Nozaki-kun thing. So maybe someone can help me not miss it all. There you go. So yeah, that is the next season. I don't know. It's just kind of like there. It's, you know, like last season, I was really excited for, you know, watching Zanky No Terror. And that was about it. That's all I really watched, too. Mm-hmm. This one has more potential, I feel like. I mean, there's, I already know there's a lot of things I want to watch that are second seasons, like Log Horizon, Chica, and Psychopaths. Yeah. So if nothing else, I'll just be watching things I've already seen and like. I'm, I'm interested in hearing what you think of uh, Log Horizon, too, because I remember we got into the debate about, you know, Sword Art versus Log Horizon. Log Horizon's better, I can already say. And, um... But Excel World is still better than both. Agreed. <laughs> That's my go. ranking. There you go. All right. Let's move into the DVD picks of the week. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Buying DVDs that we wish we could afford. <laughs> Yeah, I like how we always go on this session and we're like, well, we'd buy this if we could afford it. Yes. Soon. Soon. What are we starting with, 10-7? Sure. You know what I'm starting with? Fucking Cowboy Bebop, motherfucker. Is that even on here? No, but I'm buying it anyway. It's not on December 16th. Mm. But I looked at the uh, anime, or sorry, the uh, Amazon exclusive release. I will gladly plunk down 90 bucks. You're getting the Blu-ray? You goddamn right I am. <laughs> um, it's 90 bucks. You get the Blu-ray and and you get it on DVD for some reason. Um, <laughs> what I really like, though, is you get a 140-page art book. Hmm. Showing, like, concept art and all that good stuff. Yeah, it is really cool. Yeah. So I'm really excited. This week's really boring. We have Dragon Ball Z, Battle of the Gods, the new movie. Uh, lots of Pokemon. Bodacious Space Pirates, which Wait, I'm sure already released. came out. Yeah, I'm sure that's been out forever. Um, Rosen Maiden. Junjo Romantica. Ah, uh, ew. Fuck you, Junjo Romantica. You I don't even know what that is. Gayness. Pretty gay. Yeah, all of it's really boring. We have Yu-Gi-Oh! A Certain Magical Index 2, which uh, won't come in a box, so don't buy it. I'm just, I'm so hardcore against protesting these these Funimation releases where they're like, oh, this is the Blu-ray combo set. It comes not in a box. Have fun having two discs on your shelf. Exactly. 
Princess Jellyfish, Black Butler. Yeah, save version, save version. Hanzaki Yora, the movie. Fate's Day Night, which is the, I have to imagine, the original one. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You you don't want that for $100. (laughs) Wait for the new one. Kill Me Baby. Oh, God. Meganbu. Oh, that's what we want to watch. We want to watch women be manga artists and something. Oh, I know. Who Remember that's that's the one time. where the two girls want to be manga artists. Hmm. God damn it, that's it. film works. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> and then our two movies. Oh my, this is the most disappointing week. I don't want any of it. I didn't go to hell. Yeah. Go to hell and die. I agree. All of that was bad. So there you go. That's what you could buy if you wanted to waste your money. Yep. So, screw all that action. That was quick. <laughs> For once we finished quickly. Indeed. Yeah, I don't think we'll have a three-hour episode this time around. That'd be nice. There you go. All right. Anything else we want to talk about before we get into uh, Thank You No Terror? No, steal the show. All right. Time to steal the show. <clears throat> Hold on here. i got to get prepared. <laughs> oh, get my review hat on. All right. Thank You No Terror. A show about terrorism in love, question mark? (laughs) So I really looked forward to Thank You No Terror from last season. Um, The the art, the the poster art, the preview art looked Mm -hmm. amazing. It looked awesome. I mean, it was three kids standing in front of pretty much an exploding building. And... You know, I just, I got hyped for it. I was like, holy shit, this looks awesome, you know? Something new, something unique. I mean, terrorists in anime have been done before, but nothing like this, in my opinion. Terrorism. How relevant to today's life. (laughs) Sadly, yes. Um, But, you know, it looked interesting. You know, it was like something unique, finally. Um you know, it wasn't the run-of-the-mill, oh, happy transfer student. And <laughs> School club gets superpowers with new transfer students. Exactly, exactly. Create harem. Exactly. So, you know, it seemed really good. And it was. <laughs> and I'll explain what I mean. So, the story centers around three main characters. Well, technically four. Four main characters. You've got Nine. He's, um, I guess you'd say he's, a, I won't say a genius. He's very smart. He's the very smart guy. He's the very smart, quiet guy. You know, he's the leader of this gang known as Vaughn, which mm. then turns out to be Sphinx. So, then you've got Twelve. Are they just named after numbers? They are. Okay. So, wait, do I have them backwards? God damn it. I do. I always fuck this up. Okay, so nine is the happy outgo, happy going. He's pretty smart, but he's like uh, kind of just outgoing and kind of does what he wants. He's smart, but not the mastermind. Type. Yeah, exactly. Twelve is the mastermind. You know, kind of quiet, and uh, you know, the 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 ringleader. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Lisa, who I thought had the most freaking promise of this show. She was a bullied 
a high school girl with her mother was like fucking insane. Basically, her life was just meaningless. And she's just kind of like, you know, just a random girl gets picked on and is really a nobody. Has a shitty home life and... So she becomes a terrorist. So she becomes a terrorist. Seems like the next logical step. Exactly. One of those reasons why she becomes a terrorist. So, finally, there's Yamazaki. Or Shiba... Sorry, not Yamazaki. Shibazaki. A re- I guess he's not retired. He 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 kind of fucked up a case or got too close. Something had happened with one of his previous cases that he didn't get fired. To me, what happens in Japan, and you know, I'm taking this off from what I've heard and read. You know, you will not get fired from a job. You will be given meaningless tasks like you are going to go sweep a room. Every day. Like, you will be sent you into a room and you will maybe do nothing. You know? Maybe you'll do nothing all day. You'll still earn a paycheck, but you contribute nothing. You do nothing. And basically, they give you jobs that are meaningful. You know, meaning... What do you call it? Meaningless. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. And the thought process is... You'll either be so bored you'll quit, or you'll just quit on your own because... Oh, remedial. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> um, but you know that that's what I've heard in what they kind of do in Japan, where you won't get fired, you'll just... You'll be thrown off to the side and either... One of the undesirables. Pretty much, pretty much. So this cop is relegated to the uh, archival room. And he just goes through archives and stuff all day. He doesn't really, and honestly, he really doesn't do much. Him and his partner, I guess you could call him, it's not really his partner, but another cop, is just, you know, kind of fat, kind of dumb, just, he's just, he's there. And, you know, we don't, we never find out why he's there either. His partner. Hmm. So, but he's kind of the, you know, just kind of there. Um, so, um, that's mainly, and then there's another character named Five, and we'll get to her. But I mean, that's their, pretty much your cast of characters. Um, so, I really, really liked the first couple episodes of this show. Episode one was amazing. Um, they did a really good job of building the environment, explaining the story without having to be like, oh, here's a bunch of information and I'm going to tell it to you. And just, you know what I mean? How yeah, a lot the of shows, Yeah. How a lot of shows are like, hi, my name is Yamazaki. I'm in the, I'm a junior at whatever Academy. I like puppy dogs and fight and fly fishing. <laughs> I have a girl named Hanako that I really like. She is a great girl and she is cute. Hanukkah. I don't know, I'm just naming words. But this show does a really good job of letting the story build on its own. So the show starts off with this really intense um, robbery of some kind of n- nuclear item from a, from a uh, nuclear plant of some sort in Japan. From a nuclear item facility? I don't know, whatever. It's like some kind of like, a nuclear processing facility. Mm-hmm. 
So, there's this really intense action scene. It's really well done. The art is really well done. And we then cut to 9 and 12. And, you know, them explaining how hot it is. And basically, they're on their way to go to school. For the first day of school. For them. They're transferring to this high school. And we really don't know why. We then meet Lisa, who's being bullied by some other girls. And 12 basically is like, hey, uh, or, god damn it, let me get the fucking, look at these guys in my, I'm gonna fuck up these guys' names. Over <laughs> look and at over the picture again. as you talk about them. Yeah, exactly. Um, cause I, I just, this, yeah, I'm, I'm terrible at that. I was gonna say, most likely the outgoing one, nine, would say something. I think you're right. I was going to say, I watched okay. the first two episodes, Nine, so I at least know he like yeah. jumps in the pool and distracts them Yeah, all. That's, that's 12. So I got him. I was right the very first time. Oh, are you? Yeah. So 9 is the the cold, calculated, you know, mastermind, and 12 is the happy-go-lucky, you know, kind of outgoing guy. So, okay. yeah, I keep fucking him up. Um, anywho... Yeah, you're right, though. So, he, 12 diffuses the situation by jumping in a pool, and he literally shows up to class, like, soaking wet head to toe, like, hey, hey, everyone. <laughs> um, then they do a really good job of, like, having flashbacks where we see a dream that Nine is having about running away from a burning building and climbing a fence and, and all this other good stuff. So, basically, we find out that these guys are terrorists and they're planning all these different attacks and the whole thing is they start by posting a YouTube video and they literally do a very good job of of you know ripping off the YouTube look and the even the logo looks similar and you know it, it brings a really good sense of reality to it I mean you're seeing these real things and you know that's common in anime for them to to rip off anime you know different brands and not mm-hmm. use them for them obviously you know like you'll see like wind blows or you know whack donald's or you know yeah th- different different angel uh, beats has a uh, macrosoft winding there you go <laughs> <laughs> instead of microsoft windows yes um so um they they Post these cryptic YouTube videos, and basically there's there's stuff about Oedipus. Like, this is what I didn't get. Is I'm not a mythology. You know, I never really got into mythology and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there was all these different puzzles and stuff that you know this this retired or not retired, just this cop that has been ostracized from his job um, has been stumbled upon upon this video and he figures out the first clue so you know he gets brought back into the force and they show the police response and this police meetings and you know them trying to figure it out meanwhile you know more attacks are happening and eventually this this girl named five appears so uh, and this is where the show really starts to go downhill like Five just kind of comes in and wrecks everything. So she's supposed to be like, she obviously knows who's causing like all these, these, these bombings. So mm-hmm. nine, nine and eleven, or sorry, nine and twelve, excuse me, uh, basically call themselves Sphinx and they wear masks. And 
the very first uh, bombing that happens is at some mall, or yeah, it's a mall where they put these plushy toys around, and they have um, oh, what the fuck do you call them? Uh, I I can't think of it now. Uh, it's stuff that can basically melt steel. It's um, you know, like they used to weld and stuff like acetylene uh, torches or whatever, that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Some sort of metal. Uh, some some sort of flame. Thermite. Thermite. That's it. Thank you. Okay. I was gonna yeah. say I haven't. I don't think I saw that part, but I know. You know, you know you're 100 right. It was thermite. Um, okay. So basically, they wire these like plushy dolls with thermite, and then they set them off, and they're set around the different uh, parts of the structure. And Lisa ended up getting caught in the middle of all this, and is basically told, you know, either we can kill you. Or you can join us. And she decides to join them. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Better than being killed. Well, exactly. And that's what she thought. So, and it was interesting because she was like, oh, okay, now I'm a terrorist. But <laughs> nothing really came of it. They, uh, you know, 12 was enamored with her in some way. Where 9 was like, just, just leave her alone. You know, we spared her life. Just leave it at that. You know, we don't need more loose ends. It's me and you. You know, we just just leave her out of it. But 12 keeps bumping into her, and eventually she ends up joining them. So, that's that's the plot. You know, it's it's the police trying to figure out who is Sphinx, and they'll give out the clues of, you know, uh, these bombing locations. You You know, they'll say, oh, we planted a bomb in, you know, this place, but... You know, here's a really complicated riddle or something that, you know, only Shibazaki can seem to figure out. <laughs> you know, it's it's weird. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's that's the show in a nutshell. And five, uh, five is supposed to be like the the villain from the past, I guess. So, uh, like, she already knows what's Who's doing all this? And, you know, they do stuff like, oh, well, to find me, let's make the airport a big-ass chessboard, and then they'll flash, like, moves on all the TV screens. And then they'll go there and make their move, and it's just so silly. It's It really boils down. Like, she takes up so much of... The, the show is 12 episodes, mm-hmm. and she's, like, eight of them. Hmm. Well, maybe seven. But her character just takes up so much screen time, and it's and it feels like their main story was kind of put on hold to accommodate this other character, because she's from the past and the same facility that these guys came from. But yet, her motivation is just to beat uh, beat them in their own game, because mm-hmm. when she was younger, she couldn't beat them in any other games. So now as an adult, that's her, you know, prime objective. <laughs> when the game as an adult. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty of the story because I still want you to watch it. But, like I said, I really liked the first couple episodes. And it was fun. But then they introduced five. And then you realize, oh... These people are committing terrorist acts, but they're making sure people are not dying. Nobody dies 
in any of their bombings. I mean, one episode, they go as far as to trying to disarm the bomb. Actually, two episodes are dedicated to different attacks trying to disarm their Their bomb. bomb. So people will not die. Hmm. And then, you know, it gets... The plot thickens with, you know, the whole reason they're named 9 and 12 and why 5 is there. And it's just your run-of-the-mill evil, uh, you know, evil government... uh, what do you call it? Your evil government, you know, like, oh, we tried. Their whole point was, we're going to make, like, super, you know, smart kids mm-hmm. to become the greatest country in the world. And that was the part of the story, was they selected all these poor kids in the country, and they selectively ran all kinds of tests to figure out how smart they were. And the whole point was to, you know find, run experiments on them to find out where genes and the, how to reproduce, like, a super smart kid. I forgot what they called it. It was like, um, what do you call it? Uh, oh, what do they call it? It starts with an S. Savant? Savant. That's perfect. Thank you. I'm so good at coming up with the words you want. <laughs> you, yes, thank you, dictionary. Um... So yeah, they say, hey, you know, one in every so many kids have the savant gene. So they went around to all the orphanages in the country, which apparently there's a lot of, and (laughs) ran all kinds of tests. And they picked all all these kids and ran horrible, you know, tests that killed many of them. And, you know, just your typical, like, evil big government plot at the end of the day, you know. And they're doing and, it to, like, every bench against the government that did it to them or whatever. You didn't even watch the show! Very good! <laughs> you you, you, you say, got the it's, show. It's like a trope. That was the whole point of these... <sighs> yeah, and that was the problem that I hated about this show. Was when you finally found out why, what the motivation to the characters were. It was so stupid. I was going to say, I only saw, like, the first episode and half of the second, and I already figured that out. Like, the flashback was obviously, like, a government facility where they were, like, playing as children. Yes, and it was just... They made it too obvious. Yeah, and and then there's Lisa. What did you think of her character after the first episode? I thought she was just, like, she didn't have, like, a good role. Like, she seemed, like, not willing to take action in anything. You want to know how she's portrayed the rest of the show? Super badass? Yes, exactly. Super badass. Yeah, I I had a feeling they were going to do that flip. Yep. No, she was... You know, I've heard of, you know, woman-empowering characters. She is the definition of empowered women. Hmm. No, they did not do that with her. She is the bumbling idiot... (laughs) <laughs> who wants to help out, but can't even cook character, but wants to help out because she thinks she can do good. She, I mean, in one scene, she's pouring a bag of Pocky into a stew. Yep, that's what you're supposed to do. Yes. My stew recipe calls for Pocky. I mean, it's just, <laughs> uh, it's so sad. She brings nothing to the show. Like, I really liked her character early on. Basically, she just runs away from home and ends up living on these guys' couch. <laughs> you know? It's like, fuck. 
I by the end of the show, I was just like, "Fuck this show," because the story had so much promise, but then it just became so. Every week was just, or every episode was just more insane over the top. Like five stuff was so insane over the top. Like this doesn't happen. You can't take over a fucking airport. You can't take over a plane with a bomb on it and blow it up and no one really seems to, you know, just stupid, stupid, stupid stuff. Like, oh, we didn't need that plane anyway. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's just her character brought nothing. And in the end, she was a, she was useless. And this show, so much English. Really? Five speaks nothing but English for the most part of this show. But <laughs> the voice actor, you know, is Japanese. Uh, ho- hold on. Let me let me grab something here. Yeah, bring it up. And, like- All right. So here is a small snippet of the English. So they're in an airport control tower. Sounds like it. Basically, the 9 and 12 have infiltrated the airport. One pass activity log. Yes, ma'am. Forty down to users active in the last 15 minutes. Yes, ma'am. Target confirmed. So, yeah, okay. So you get it. Basically, they're playing, they've made the entire board, chessboard, the airport. And this nine character does nothing but, like, jump between English and, and you know, Japanese. That's not for that. But you heard... You heard English speaking. You could tell by the accent that there were naturally English speaking voice actors included in that scene. Am I right or am I wrong? You're wrong. Ah. Uh, okay, well, they did a damn good job. Point is, though, it was a distraction. It really was. I mean, the whole point was. Uh, once again, oh, the fucking U.S. government has some hand in that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, U.S. government's evil. Exactly. <laughs> and she was brought in as a puppet from the Amer- from from the American FBI and all this other bullshit. Anyway, you'd think the FBI would speak better English. You think they would too? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I like hot dogs. That's great. Um, That's a lot FBI. But yeah, so. Her character, it was really distracting too, honestly. All the English. I, I, I was more focused on the terrible, terrible voice acting. And I, I don't, I mean, I get why they did this. But what I don't get, you know, may, and maybe this is just me being stupid, but things like Skype, things like 
you know, Skype, the internet exists. Hire a voice actor in America. Fucking just do the recording. Ship it off to the studio. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, in this day and age, like, if you're going to have a character who is primarily speaking English, hire a fucking American voice actor. Not just because it's, you know, easier for non-Japanese people to understand, but they subtitled every time they spoke English, and it sounds more natural. It sounds more realistic. It brings added realism to the show. Just mm-hmm. just my two cents. You know who did really good with that? The K-On! movie. Exactly. Especially when they were talking about talking, practicing English in English. Right, yeah, and it, it worked. So. Exactly. Uh, anywho, um, now to what I liked about this show. The music. The music was badass in this show. I was going to say, just from that clip you played, I... I was listening to the music more than the speaking. <laughs> exactly. Yoko Kano does amazing work. Still. I mean, in the last couple of animes, this, um, um, fuck, I just had it in my head. Uh, Kids on a Slope. You know, mm-hmm. another good example of Bebop. Really, well, I Bebop is like the standard. Yeah. <laughs> so. I love the music. And I love the animation. The animation was amazing for this show. Very good animation. Throughout every episode. Not just the first. Every episode had spectacular animation. It's just unfortunate that the story started off so well. And I'll be honest. I watch anime for the stories. I watch to be entertained. I don't give a shit... What fucking studio, what fucking director, what anything. I'm not going to watch a show because, oh my god, uh, Kyoyo Annie, Annie is is making it. Uh, just because I watched four <laughs> other or five other animes from the same studio doesn't mean I'm going to be like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing work. Uh, because I love Koi Annie as a, uh, you know, my studio of choice. I mean, unless it's Trigger, right? No, even that. Fuck that. I mean, Good job for triggers. Just, at the end of the day, the studio doesn't. Academia. Yeah, but at the end of the day, the studio doesn't fucking make the stories and shit. They buy them from the manga artists, or they, you know, some artist writer comes up with the original story or something. You know, the studio just puts the stuff together. Yeah. Anyway, um, I gave the show a five. I, th- I after. And now I'm glad I didn't finish it. After the introduction of five and just the last two episodes, I mean, uh, just it gets to absurd levels. Five was introduced, and then you gave it a five. Exactly. Um, I mean, the show has such good potential, and honestly, I'd probably watch it again in English just to see if there's anything I missed. But really, the show is just. It, it, it tries to do really good, and it does a very good job in the very be- in the beginning. But then, after a while, it just becomes like people were people were comparing this show to Death Note. Hmm. And I gotta say, you're so you're so wrong. Mm-hmm. L in Light had like even though there was ridiculousness to it, and then the stakes. Kept getting higher and higher and higher. 
when they were trying to one-up each other. But in Death Note, it felt like it was a natural rivalry because, you know, Light was trying to hide something and L was trying to crack it. And they were both very gen- very smart people and, you know, they were... They, everything seemed... Um, like it sh- as as it should be in that mm-hmm. in that show, right? You know, but in this show, five has a rivalry with nine, but or sorry with uh t- yeah with uh twelve, but it's not on the same level. It's not even close. She's just selfish. Hmm. And she just brings in a lot of collateral damage and puts a lot of innocent people in harm's way for her own gain. And it brings nothing to the story. Like, the the, the show focuses way too much on, on, on that. Like, on that rivalry. And then they're like, oh, yeah, this other part of the story, why they're doing what they're doing. And... All the other stuff. Oh yeah, that's that's. Let's go back to that now. You know what <laughs> I mean? That could be important. Yeah, that could be important when it's convenient. And it just seems so. The whole introduction of five just seems so like, shit. We don't have enough episodes to fill. Um, you know the the main story. There isn't enough here. Let's include this story. Where. You're, you're not even, like, rooting for anybody. Like, it's supposed to, like, make you, like, oh, the terrorism, they're, you know, they're doing this because they have a, they have a reason. But really, that all gets sidetracked. And really, you're not even told the reason until the very last episode. They're just randomly bombing shit because, for some fucking reason. <laughs> you know, they don't ever, like, you never get invested in any character on any level. Mm-hmm. And that's the unfortunate thing. Like, there's no one character where you're like, I want to see, you know, I, I really like that character. Or, you know, I really like Lisa because, you know, she's grown. Or, you know, the terrorists are, you know, they're doing bad things, but, you know, I sympathize with them. None of that. And it's really unfortunate, too, because, it's like, you choose something like terrorism, and it's like, they come up with what the reasoning was, and it's just like, Really? That was it. And you're just left, like, stunned. Because you're just... You realize by then, you've wasted nine hours of your time watching this mm-hmm. show. And, uh... Well, I should say six hours of your time. It just... I really felt like the payoff... Like, the show starting off was amazing. But as time went on, the show became just... Uh, just way... Just... I don't know how you say it, just... It got really over the top. The stuff it was trying to do, the, the, the... Just everything it tried to do just seemed to take itself so seriously. You know? And then in the end, the, the payoff just isn't there. And the whole reasoning isn't there, and just... In the end, you're just, like, spent, like, six hours waiting for your payoff, and it's like you farted in church. <laughs> You know, it's it's like great that that was that. I think I'm gonna go over here now and cry. It's disappointing because, like I said, 
The music was amazing. The art was amazing. But the biggest component of any show is a story. And unfortunately, it sucked. So, 5 out of 10. Um, Watch it because of Yoko Kano. Watch it for the art. Watch the opening uh, song. The opening song, that. yeah. The opening song was really awesome. The opening in general was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, the very first episode, they take a lot away from the 9-11 attacks, the angles used, the shots used, the way the building falls um, very heavily. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they said, oh, yeah, we looked at the news footage and we compared that and used the same angles and the same effects and whatnot. Mm. You know, it was, you know, it was really good. It was, that's what's so, that's what's so bummer, man. That's what I'm just so bummed. It had such good potential. It started off so well, and then for just week after week, just continued to fall off the rails. Mm-hmm. To some just bullshit, dumbass ending. That just in the end, I mean this this show you can never continue on. What happens in the end? Like, there's no way to say, "Oh, this is gonna be a sequel" or anything like that. But, um, yeah, that no, I guess that's my. I guess let's wrap it up. It, it had a lot of good stuff to start it off with, and just ended horrible. That is uh, Zanky No Terror, also known as Terror and Renaissance uh, Residence. You can watch it on Funimation.com, and uh, Funimation has the home video rights. And I'll be interested to see who they cast for the voice actors for the show um you know it's I mean damn and damn it's gonna look great on blu-ray don't get me wrong um but yeah it's something I guess can't recommend to really anybody show watch the first couple episodes and then just skip to the end <laughs> that's really about it <laughs> like the middle of the show no fucking reason to watch Alright. Yep. So, that's that. Now I'm all disappointed and, like, kind of depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, I'm just, it's just a bummer, you know? It's the one thing you're looking forward to watch and just turned out so bad. Mm-hmm. So, but we got another season. More stuff always coming down the pipeline. Bunch of classic stuff. Um... Have you thought about going back and watching any, any, uh, any old shows at all, or? Mm, no. Nope. All right. Well, next week's episode, or I should say uh, two weeks from now, we're going to do something unique, because, um, the new season's just starting. Obviously, we'll talk about what we're watching. Give a little synopsis of what we're watching. But, uh... Zach came up with a good idea about doing a top five on our five favorite studios and a show from each studio giving a quick kind of synopsis and uh, why you should watch it. Right, the whole idea was arisen from uh, normal favorite lists are boring, but... I was looking at uh, the My Anime List graph thing and noticed they rank all the most score or highly scored studios you have or most titles watched from, and that's something like Rob was saying earlier is he doesn't think about. 
So it'd be cool to have to think about it for once and do a quick list from it. Yeah, definitely, because um, I don't know how common it is among anime fans, but I watch a show for the show, and I take it at face value. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I let the show speak for itself. I don't let, you know, the studio influence me or anything like that. But, I, you know, I was looking at that earlier today before we started recording, and I was like, holy crap, I've watched a lot of shows from, you know, uh, this studio versus another studio. And, right. you know, it shows you the... Uh, it shows you what shows you watch from that studio. Yeah, you might actually end up favoring a certain studio without thinking about it. So that's why I thought it was interesting. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna definitely we're gonna do that next episode. We're gonna so basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna pick our top five studios on our list and pick a show from them what we really enjoy and try to sell you on it. And uh, you know, definitely we'd love to hear from you on on any studios you really like. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, if you were to say, you know, Gynax, Evangelion would come to mind for Lately, a lot of trigger. people. You know, Trigger for Kill a Kill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kyoto Animation for, um, uh, you know, Haruhi and Lucky Star and, and uh, Studio Key for, uh, uh, you know, the Clannad series and all that bullcrap. Swear to God, they make money on on, on anime fans' tears. Um, but yeah, so uh, that is what we're going to do next next episode. And uh, until then, hope you enjoy the new season. And uh, you can check us out on Twitter. I'm at Jellicoon. Zach's at, at AnimeZach, and he doesn't do anything on Twitter because he's a bum. <laughs> and uh, of course, our website, BonsaiBeat.com. Thank you for listening. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to BonsaiBeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.